Welcome to the By the Hood podcast. Before we jump into this episode, just wanted to make you aware that on our website, bythehood.com, we have a free webinar on an intro to the stock market. So please go check it out. Just go to bythehood.com and you'll get the free intro to the stock market webinar. Take it easy and enjoy this episode. What's up, people? Welcome to this episode of the By the Hood podcast or webcast because I don't know how you're consuming this content. I'm your host as always. My name is Jimmy. And as we start off every show, that's with gratitude. I've got to say thank you to everyone and anyone who supports anything we do. Special shout out to all the students from By the Hood University, um, as well as all the youth from the By the Hood Ownership Camp. If you're watching this the day it drops, which you should be, let's face it, um, which will be June 22nd, will be the day this episode drops. This is the last day to register for our summer camp this year. It's six Saturdays. The website is right there, uh, bythehoodcamp.com for those watching the video. For those listening on the audio, that's bythehoodcamp.com. And for those who may be listening for the first time, this is our free finance camp for the youth ages five and up. We do this every summer. It's bythehoodcamp.com. It is virtual this year. Um, so doesn't matter where you are across the country, you can have the youth participate. Parents are also welcome, but it's bythehoodcamp.com. And June 22nd is the official last day to register because we have a lot of people registered. So we want to make sure we can service these uh, folks the best. Also, shout out to everyone um, from Better Than Success, as well as Philadelphia Real Estate Week, who helped us organize this year's camp and are sponsoring this year's camp fiscally. So we want to definitely give them a shout out and say thank you because we want to make sure that we continue to keep this free for the community and also, um, you know, teach our next leaders as they come up, man. So I just want to say thank you for everybody for all your support about the camp. But today is the last day to register. I'm joined by my partner, Crown, as always. Core, what's up, good brother? Well, it is, though. Every day above ground's a good day, so let's go get it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And listen, man. You know our show is designed to highlight brothers and sisters who are doing amazing, positive work in the community, who are doing great things. This is a special episode, man. We got our brother with us, man. He's actually been on the podcast before to tell his story, but we got him back on a day for a whole different reason, man. This brother is a cryptocurrency analyst. He teaches a class in our private MDC group every Thursday. Um, this is our brother. We respect his opinion so much. That we wanted to bring him on because of everything going on in the crypto market. This is our brother Russell Hughes. What's up with you, good brother? Oh man, I'm good. How y'all feeling? How y'all oh, feeling, man. man? What it is though, Russ? Hey, yeah, man. You, man, you know it's all love, Russ. Man, yeah. I reached out to you because, like, um, you know, my phone's been going crazy with everything going on in the crypto market. Funny thing is, my phone's also going crazy with everything going on in the stock market. Then I got people panicking in real estate. Like, I got uh, so so th those three things. My phone has been going crazy, but specifically crypto because. The thing about the stock market and real estate is a lot of people have seen it before. Um, but over this last bull run in crypto, a lot of new people got involved. So they haven't been through this before. I know you've been through a couple cycles already, so you're not panicking. Um, but I'm pretty sure you, as being an analyst and also a teacher in this space, people are hitting you with all kinds of questions. Am I right? Of course. Yeah. And they're normally always the same answers. <laughs> so let me ask you this question so let's just back it up because in this episode there's a special episode we want to call this like you know our crypto update maybe every once in a while we'll do this bring russell on to talk about update of the market but i think it's um you know beneficial to add this to the podcast to bring you back on to talk about the market but um 
What are your overall thoughts on, you know, the economy in general and how it's affecting the cryptocurrency market? Well, well, how we have to look at it, right, is what's going on now? Are Is the Federal Reserve putting money into the economy or taking money out? So once we understand that the Federal Reserve or the central banks are taking money out of the economy, um, equities just suffer anyway. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it uh, puts us in what we call a risk off environment. And um, for if you don't if for folks that don't understand what risk on risk off is, you know, it's based on the VIX or the volatility. Mm-hmm. So we're we're around twenty five fifty at the uh, VIX yearly average. So we're above that. So that's a risk off environment. So what happens is, you know, folks sell. You know, especially institutions and central banks. Well, we see that's going on with uh, their quantitative tightening, where the feds are selling uh, assets on their uh, balance sheets. And, um, you know, we can expect more uh, downtrend. You know, but like um, what I'm doing is I'm showing folks how to short and long, you know, the markets on uh, different platforms so they can uh, hedge against their losses in their portfolio okay all right so that that that's that's a uh, something key right there right and I, you know, I was talking to you before we came on i said one of the great things and some of this i actually learned from you um one of the things i learned from you is how to get uh the bear tokens mm-hmm. right so when things are going against you in terms of your holding so for me everyone knows i'm bitcoin i'm pretty much bitcoin only but when yeah. I see anything going against Bitcoin, what Russ told me to do was buy what's called a Bitcoin bear token. And what it does is it protect it protects my investment. So as Bitcoin falls, that is making money, right? So it's kind of um, a hedge, more or less. Um, I know one of the things that Corey does, Corey trades the down market, um, you know, as it goes down um, with some of the strategies he uses. So, yeah, so there's ways to protect your investment. But I'm glad you talked about like what's going on in the overall environment in terms of mm-hmm. um, being risk off versus risk on. One of the things that's interesting that I see a lot of people talking about and pointing out are, are how crypto and, you know, the stock market like run parallel. Because there's always been a thought that there are two different asset classes that aren't, you know, that are separate from each other, similar to how gold is when it comes to the stock market. But what we're seeing is they're kind of running parallel now, right? Mm-hmm. And do you think that's going to always be the case, or you think that's just the case right now? Um, right now, it's going to be the case because the same the same institutions that are in you know the stock market they're they're in the crypto market, and mm-hmm. so it's going to continue to do that. Mm-hmm. So and it's, it's been doing same, that. It's, it's, it's the same money. Yeah, it's literally been doing that for yeah. for quite a while. Yeah. You know? So one another thing that uh personally that I, I um want to put out there for the folks that um you know and by the way anything we say here is not investment advice it's for informational educational purposes only want to make sure I put that on the record because we are not your financial advisors we're just having a conversation about the overall market and talking to our brother Russell Hughes who is again a crypto analyst and and, and one of the smartest guys we know in the space um but Riot and Mara right so mm-hmm. those tend to run parallel to Bitcoin. Um, so been short nose, which is also interesting because I own a leap right now in riot, but now I'm shorting riot. So it's like, it's weird. Right. But, but the idea is 
when you study and you have a team around you, you learn how to make money regardless of where the market is going. So a lot of times people say, man, the market is crazy. All you guys are losing money, but they have no idea that like a lot of us do better in this kind of environment. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, puts tend to pay faster. So um, another thing that me and you were talking about, I want to get your perspective on is, uh, you know, shit coinery. Right. <clears throat> and, you know, for me, anything that's not Bitcoin is a shit coin. Right. So one of the things I was talking about, Russ, and this this is from experience. When we go through bear markets in crypto, a lot of the um, the well, I'm, let me use the, the term that everybody uses, the altcoins. A lot of them will go to zero and not come back at all, right? Mm-hmm. So it's easy when the market is in a bull market. Everyone's telling you how great they are because they picked this one, they went from here to there. But a lot of times in the bear market, they'll go away altogether. Like, do you see that happening this time the same way it happened last time? I I, I see it a little worse. I see it much worse because there's much more money and much more coins in the market now than it was back in 2018. Mm. Okay. So So you think you think this would be even worse in terms of stuff disappearing? Yes. Mm. This is this is the this is the make or break. There, you know, the institutions and governments are gonna make sure that most of these uh, shit coins fail. And as they should. Okay, so speak to that. You talked about the government. What's mm-hmm. the government's role in this whole this whole environment in terms of what's happening with crypto? Um, like they're trying, they're working to regulate it, and also, also they're um, they have them and the institutions and the central banks have their coins that they want to survive, and that and that's what's going to happen, such as USDC, uh, Stella, XLM, or Ripple. Okay. Those are really, they're 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 actually going to uh, some of them. They're going to survive. Okay. Because because Ripple is going to be the bridge between mm-hmm. cryptocurrency and fiat. Okay. You, you know you you'll be able to do both on there. So, you know you you honestly uh, Cardano was going to survive. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay. Cardano actually has really, really good technology. It's just that it's been a shit coin for so long, you know, no one's really paying it any attention. Yeah, yeah. All right, so, but you do believe that there will be a lot of them that just won't survive? Yes, yes. You know, you, you know, we have to understand when we when we look at, when you look up these tokens, right, mm-hmm. one, you have to make sure that they can do what they say they can do and 90% can't. It's all theory. It's all theoretical. Mm-hmm. And people buy were buying during the bull run into the theory. Now yes. they're now they're finding out the reality. Yeah. Yeah. So I, one of the things I see is um, a lot of talk around what's a security and what's not a security. Right. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons why. Right. So everybody goes through their phase when you get in crypto. Right. You get in your phase where you're taught about Bitcoin. You see how high it is. So you say, well, I missed that boat. Let me go grab something else. Everybody goes through that phase. But the more and more I studied and studied and studied, the more I came back to understanding that, you know, Bitcoin is different than everything else. One of the reasons, one of the primary reasons I came to that conclusion was the idea of what's a security and what's not a security. Um, Based upon the technology, also like the decentralization. Um, And when I say decentralization, I know there's a lot of people who don't like who are confused about what decentralization means. I'm going to put that on the record because. An institution can own 90% of it. That doesn't mean that it's not decentralized. Decentralized has nothing to do with the ownership. It has to do with the fact that it's um, 
rules without a ruler, mm -hmm. right? So the technology, right? So Bitcoin, the actual chain, right? You know, Big B versus Little B, that conversation um, with Big B being the network and Little B being the currency. So, mm -hmm. and not trying to get too technical, but the network itself is decentralized regardless of who owns the currency. Going back to my original question, right? My original question was, um, one of the reasons I'm attracted to Bitcoin is because to me, it doesn't meet that test of being a security. Ethereum's a little different. Um, could you see an environment where Ethereum is regulated differently because it's considered a security? Yeah, that that that's actually going to happen. You think it's going to happen? Yes, I've actually I, I, I've read um, a report, um, a Bloomberg Intelligence report on their plans for Bitcoin and Ethereum. Okay. So, looking, they look at uh, Ethereum from a, a a tech company standpoint. So they were going over you know, all of their finances and that's, they're doing pretty well because, you know, the fees mm -hmm. are insane. Yep. And, you know, it's, it's one of the largest, it's the second largest network that's being yep. traded. Mm -hmm. So it's not going to go, it's not going anywhere. No, I agree with that. Right. So even though, even though I am someone who's like 100% Bitcoin, I understand that Ethereum is not going anywhere. Um, I'd always wondered, if it was a tech company as opposed to put under the crypto box, what would the valuation be? I always wondered that. Um, um they, they they gave it they they actually gave Ethereum an evaluation of six thousand. Mm. Like like literally, that's what they said it was worth after you know breaking down all the finances because we normally don't get to see that. We don't get to see how much money these companies are making. Yeah. Man, that's crazy, right? Considering what it what is trading for right now. Oh, yeah. so so the the price should be six thousand. You mean? Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I never trust that, right? Because yeah, value de de depended upon what, right? Well, so, no, he's well. I, I mean, maybe you maybe I just want to make sure that you guys are talking about the same thing. Russ said that the Bloomberg Intelligence report was breaking it down as if it was a tech company, and if it yeah. was. A if it was a tech and, and, and that the price should be six thousand. Okay, okay. And you're saying and you like, because what? I don't, I don't, I don't trust the, the 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 formulas that they use. Right, the math math is math. Right, the numbers will add up if you if you put you know what depending upon what numbers you put in there and what variables you put in there. Mm -hmm. But it all depends on what 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 valuation you give it. Right. He said they're using income. Just big income based, just income based. Yeah, I like see that as just on income based, then yeah. If it's just income based, then yeah. But I mean, the technology is far inferior to some of the new newer tokens out there. Like it's just it's an inferior product. Well, I mean, well, I, I guess it, it, it depends upon how you argue that, right? Because network effect. What, it is. It has the network effect, but. The, it's also trying to get rid of that network effect by going from proof of work to proof of stake. To me, that 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 to me, I don't like That's that. Uh, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't like that. Either. I agree with that. But um, what I also what I will say is um, the network is so huge and so many things run on it. Like it's to the it's to the point now where you have other um, crypto companies that run on Ethereum that are like you know million dollar companies themselves. So. You know, and this isn't an argument for Ethereum because I'm I don't care about it one way or the other. But I, I think that it's interesting to say that 
it can be treated like a security in the future. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. I think that'll be something interesting to watch out for. So mm-hmm. let me ask you this, Russ. Um, you have clients that come to you and they're looking for your help now. And you already said they're calling you panicking. What advice do you give to the people calling you now as they watch this market just tumble and tumble? Understand where we're at, you know, in the cycle. Because this, I, I, and, you know, this is my opinion. I view this as going to be one of the biggest bear cycles ever. Mm. You understand, like, like literally, you know, get your short, get, get your short game ready. That, that, that's what I'm saying, because we were, we were here in 2018. Yes. Now, and inflation was only on the average of about 3.6%. So they could bring it down and then bring it back up. Now we're at 8.6 and 6% core inflation. They can't, they, they can't print anymore. Yeah. No, no more money can go into the economy. It has to come out. It has to, to reset so you can, uh, what do they say? Build back better. You said, you said we're going through a cleanse right now? Yes, <laughs> man. Like, yeah, we are. <laughs> all right, all right. So, uh, man, that's interesting. You said this is gonna be one of the biggest bear markets. You know, yeah. that's that's interesting, right? W- one thing I learned from Diamond Dave. Shout out to our brother Diamond Dave. Diamond Dave said the one thing about predicting like bear markets and huge bear markets. You're gonna be right one day. He said as long as you keep doing yeah. it, one yeah. day you're gonna be right. Yeah. Right? So, but 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 you know, this could be the case just based upon the math that you're seeing. Um. But you've been through a cycle before. Yeah. How has going through those cycles that you've been through before prepared you for what you're seeing now? I mean, they, they repeat. They, they just repeat. One thing when I when I seen in 2018 was a lot of people were talking about, you know, that's just a cycle, but it's literally going by the cycle of the Federal Reserve. Federal Reserve raised rates four times in 2018, you know, now they're going to do it more this time. Because mm-hmm. the, uh, the economic di- um, information is different now than it is, than it was then. You know, we're, we're literally having the whole world, like the 90% of the world's economy is overinflated. It has to come down. We've never, we've never had that before in history. And we've also never had uh, interest rate rising and quantitative tightening at the same time. Yeah, the interest rates rising the way they are is is is, is insane to me, right? And also, but understand that I've operated in an environment where double digit interest rates were the norm. So just being so have in, I. Yeah, being <laughs> in finance so long, I've seen pretty much a lot of things. I haven't seen this though. Like, you are right. There are certain things right now that are just like you know a global pandemic, right? Who mm-hmm. who could have predicted that? Um, but interest rates are interesting because there's a bank on I-95 here in Philadelphia, right? They have like a digital billboard and every time you ride by, it gives you what the current interest rate is. So watching that over the last couple months has been crazy as it just creeps up. It got to the point where it started creeping up so bad. They took the whole billboard down. (laughs) They didn't want to show it no more. (laughs) They just removed it and put like nothing there. I said, man, that's crazy. But, um, so this is going to be one of the biggest bear markets. Getting back to that point you said about this bear market and also mm-hmm. how being through it before prepared you. Um, one, of, I've told the story several times about my experience in crypto, but one of the great things I did was just dollar cost average Bitcoin. 
mm-hmm. because I rode Bitcoin down, pause from twenty thousand to thirty eight hundred or whatever it got to. It got to the three thousands mm-hmm. in twenty eighteen, and I was just buying small amounts every week, small amount, small amount. Is that advice that you give your folks today, or do you tell them a hold off? How do you tell them about like acquiring the asset? If they're gonna they're gonna dollar cost average anything, I, I'm only I'm only gonna tell folks the dollar average uh, Bitcoin. Okay. You know we know that's not going anywhere. Yes. Yes. You understand, and and seeing, you know, um, the CEO of Square, Dorsey, Twitter, yeah, Dorsey, yeah. When he put up all that money for a Bitcoin defense uh, legal fund, I was like, mm. you know, so what happens in bear markets and crypto is infrastructure is built, is being built. Yep. And 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 and, and we're seeing that that happen right now. They got to bring the price down so they can build the infrastructure. Yep. And then they going to send the price shooting once the infrastructure is built, because now they can take advantage of the. Mm-hmm. Other, other people coming into the infrastructure so that's this is exactly the same thing that happened the last time yeah yes yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's that's interesting russ because someone else said that too um a guy i was talking to in silicon valley he said all the all the great minds are going to work in crypto companies mm-hmm. he's like so his logic was i'm betting on crypto because i see where mm-hmm. all the all the brains are going all the brains that come from mit all those people they're not they're not going to the social media companies anymore. They're going to the crypto companies. So he doesn't even care about price. He's looking at when you put those minds together to solve problems, eventually they're going to figure things out because, you know, that's kind of where they're going. Um, but, but Corey's right, too, in terms of like building infrastructure when the price is down. So that's also something to look out for. It's what's being built um, during this cycle. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so this, this these are interesting times, though, like what, what your personal approach is to. Get your shorts together, but are you still acquiring right now? Yeah, I'm, I'm always acquiring Bitcoin. I I, I cut off uh, buying altcoins in like January. Okay, okay. Because seeing what Bitcoin was doing, I, I automatically understood the altcoins were going to be worse. Okay, always. Always, yeah. Like you said, people are panicking. They're panic selling. Mm-hmm. You know, and and we, we we can just put this stuff on a chart and, and see what's going on. Yeah, one of the things I, that I see playing out and like coming from the real my real estate experience mm-hmm. is that a lot of times it seems like things have to flush out for it to get higher, right? Mm-hmm. So when in the real estate market, when you, you go into a quote unquote um, bear market, things go bare just so they can come back and go even higher than before, right? Mm-hmm. So you think that is part of this process? Like when we come out of this and we start to go, we start to rise again, will it go even higher than before? Yeah. Like I said, I totally believe you're going to have a great reset to build back better. <laughs> to build back better. <laughs> I, I I got that from, uh, <laughs> you know, buying. <laughs> yeah, buying. Yeah, build back better. got to build back better. Yeah. Yeah. Man. All right. That's, 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 that's <coughs> cool. You got some questions, good brother? Yeah. So, um, you know, me and me and you uh were looking at some some economic information um during one of the classes that you were putting out and we were just looking at the um the currency of all these other companies i mean countries um as we were as we were doing some studies on crypto and um some of the observations we had were 
astounding, like super astounding. So um, one of those observations is that um, the dollar is rising while inflation is, um, you know, going on. And in these other countries is not doing the same thing as at the same speed. So what can you tell us about that observation that doesn't go, you know, you know, 45 minutes left? Okay. Um, what's going on? You have what's called a currency peg. You have like 68 or 65 countries pegged to the U.S. dollar. So they're all going, they're, they're all going, there's 68, like 68 currencies and 18 major ones that are, uh, excuse me, 14 that are, uh, that are pegged to the U.S. dollar. So whatever the U.S. dollar is going to do and the euro, it's basically what the majority of the uh, currencies will do. They're going to follow. Pretty, pretty simple stuff. So yeah. if you're into the um, foreign exchange markets, that's something that, you know, you can get yourself into. Just, you know, that's not investment advice. That's just, you know, observation. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Volatility's up now, too. So, you know, the Forex market will move, uh, will actually move now. So I don't I don't like to ask people their predictions on numbers and things like that, though. Um, but I do have to ask, you know, because you're here. A bottom. What do you see as a bottom? Uh, and I don't even care about the rest. I would just talk about the yeah. two big boys because... I mean, it, where, however they go, everything else goes. Really, however Bitcoin goes, everything goes. Yeah. Right. I had the other one in there too. So, how, what do you what do you see as a bottom? Ooh, that's a tough. That's that's a tough question. I, I have to. I use charts on this one on a monthly. We're looking at this. There really hasn't been any resistance. There's, there's no resistance really until about you know eight about eight thousand. About eight grand, and that's for Bitcoin. Yes. I haven't really checked anything else. Yeah. So the other thing I wanted to say is this this twenty thousand range is a resistance range, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because this was the high from the previous um high. And so this is this is an area where people will start to you know to buy in to de defend. Um, but once it goes, it's just gonna go. So, right. so this twenty you're calling a resistance is that like on a monthly chart or? or That's just it's the resistance yeah, it's because just... it was the high from the last time we went when we shot up. Okay. So, so remember in twenty in the twenty seventeen early twenty eighteen, mm -hmm. we shot up the twenty to twenty k. Yeah. And so that was our okay. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. So okay, I got you. High. On, I got the, you. on the last cycle. So people are defending that previous high from that last bear, the bull run rather. At the, yeah, at the 20K. that, I got you. that I got last you. bull run. So you're and saying that once it cracks this and and, and it's going to go, yeah, it, it, it has went down, but it hasn't stayed down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah 20,000 20, is a mental number for folks. So it's ten thousand. That's true. You know, and and that's what I've noticed that it, it's it's hovering around twenty thousand. Like like you said, if if this if it if it falls below that, it's it's it stays below it. It's gone. Yeah. Yeah. One of the great things about um Bitcoin and how it was created from a technological standpoint is that um the difficulty adjustment. So the miners, right, have to uh, spend electricity to mine Bitcoin. And at some point when the price drops, people always come to me like, well, it's not going to be worth it because the price dropped. 
but the difficulty adjustment drops too, mm-hmm. which is already built into the technology, which makes it amazing in my opinion, which is why you'll always have those miners because of that difficulty adjustment dropping. Yeah. But yeah. most people don't understand the technology. And so they'll just, you know, they, they talking without having read anything or been through a cycle or been, you know what I mean? So they just talking. Yeah. And I mean, like these people, that these 80 year old men, they don't, they don't understand the technology of Bitcoin. They understand all they know is that Bitcoin is a threat to their to the way currency is currently. Um, and that's why and that's another and another reason why they're trying to drag the number down is because a lot of these new these these quote unquote third world countries are going to the Bitcoin standard to get away from what the, the current economic cycles and so what mm-hmm. they want to do is try to punish those countries and try to make them pay in 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 in, in other currencies because their currency is being right now being devalued against the dollar yeah Listen, so that's this so that's another it's, reason why they're trying like, to it's like economic war going on and we don't even recognize yeah. that yeah, yeah. so they, they, yeah. That's what, they, what they're trying to do is keep other countries from going on to the bitcoin standard but what they don't understand is that it, by bringing the price down that would actually for me as a country that would make me go toward it. Yeah. If I'm a country, that's what make I would run toward it full speed. Yeah, but the problem is is the is the mental, right? <clears throat> I get your point, but most people, all right, because again, media is powerful, right? So just take a look at I was looking at um what's going on in Marcy Projects, and they said that uh you know Jay-Z and Jack Dorsey put together that class. Um you know, taught by the Black Bitcoin Billionaires. Shout out to Naja too, who's been on our podcast, but they put together that class and is resistance against it because and when you hear the people talk about the resistance, they don't want the class um, is because all they see is the news and the current drop. That's all they talk about It's dropping. Why are you teaching us about this when it's dropping? Not looking at the big picture. What you're talking about is a big picture approach. Right. If you're a country and you see this, but the people in the country, all they see is when they look at the news or the media is this thing was 60. And now it's 20. That's all they see. They don't see anything you know, beyond, beyond two thirds of his value. Yeah. So media is very powerful, but you know, that's, that's where having this understanding, which is why I wanted to bring Russell and I have this conversation because yeah. you know, he, he, he got the, the knowledge. Um, and I want to ask you about that too, Russ, but you can really say something, Russ. Yeah. How I'm looking at it is, um, you know, they, they, we're, we're, we're taught to buy low, sell high, right? But nobody does it. No, no one. Everyone, most most people buy high and sell low. So, I I, I believe for those people, they, they kind of need a mindset class and an understanding of what it is, you know. And we have what we know is the media is always lying. <laughs> I'm always whatever the media says. The media says go long. I'm short. If they say go <laughs> short, I'm going long. You know, because. You know, these institutions aren't going to tell you their real plans. Mm-hmm. They'll give you little clues, but they're not going to tell it. So, oh, they'll I, tell I, you their plans. They just yeah. won't say it. They'll they'll tell you about what they do. You can't watch what they say. You got to just watch. Yeah. They'll tell you their plans by what they do. This is yeah. the same thing I said in the last market. <laughs> all the stuff that we're talking about now, I talked about in the last cycle. Mm-hmm. Building the infrastructure, right? Wherever you see the mm-hmm. infrastructure being built, that's where money's going to go. That's just that's just plain math, right? Like yeah. if I'm building something, I want people to, to, to go there. And then 
we're talking about um liars, right? Yeah. JP Morgan and all of those other countries, they said Bitcoin was worthless. And now it's their it's their asset class that they'll be going to outside of um regular stocks and bonds. They mm-hmm. replaced real estate with uh Bitcoin as a as a as a class. Mm-hmm. As a, as a, so what do that tell you about mm-hmm. what's really going on? Those companies ain't in 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 in, in um in business to lose money. They're mm-hmm. not going to lose money. If you don't, if you if you haven't read any books mm-hmm. about banking, you know one thing you will know for sure is that JP Morgan is not going out of business and they're not losing. They they will they will crash the economies of every country around the world. <laughs> before they they first off, business. the first clue is the organization's called JP Morgan, right? JP Morgan, Morgan ain't been alive in a hundred years, but let, let alone like they still like getting to it. Yeah, I'm glad you said that, Corcus. One of the plays that I personally was trying to make is. I was looking at picks and shovels, right? And um, shout out to uh, the Ivy Investor, right? She, yep. she told me about this company a while ago, which is like Silvergate. Yep. And I'm waiting for Silvergate to drop with everything because they are the quote-unquote bank of, of crypto. And I'm like, I want to gobble that up. Again, not investment advice. They will not like stay below 60. Like They're not dropping at all. And the thing about crypto is- That's telling- in crypto are like anti-bank, right? And and I understand why. Become your own bank, that whole idea. But the, uh, one of the things I understand about studying is, is what Corey just said, which is powerful when you think about it. The banks run this country. Every industry that you look at, whether we're talking about politics, whether we're talking about farming, whether we're talking about real estate, whether we're talking about crypto. You got to go through a bank. You got to go through a bank. The banks have their hands in everything. They're not going to fail, which is why they've always been one of my best investments is like, you know, um, especially my ETF, like just, just by the banks. Right. But watching this is going to be very interesting. Cause one thing I'm looking at Russ and you talk about this is like looking at what people do during these bear markets. I'm watching the banks. I want to see what the banks are doing. Are they, are they net buyers? Like what are, what are they doing in this space? Because to Corey's point, they run everything. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so, is that something that you like really watch at when you talk about institutions in terms of what they do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you you have to in order to, in order to understand that they're the big money. Mm-hmm. So you have to be able to follow big money and what they do, not basically what they say. So they're 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 like in here in Texas, right? You can literally they have banks. It's illegal for banks to sell crypto. Mm. So I don't suggest that, but, you know, that's something that, that can be done. They, this is the takeover to me. They're working to take it over. Mm. Everyone sells off. Guess what? They can buy it all up. Yeah. And then they can charge you a premium to get involved in the game. Yep. Whereas right now you're not getting charged that premium. Mm-hmm. And that's why they want it regulated, right? They want mm-hmm. They want to get it so they can regulate it and then charge you a premium. To, to get involved in it. Mm-hmm. And most just, people just fall in line with that. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so what, what about the, 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 the old prevailing thought that Binance, Coinbase, they will become the new JP Morgans, the new Wells Fargo, the new That's bank. never going to happen. No, I... I, I, now, I could I, you even get acquired I, by one of the big boys? I, I, I'm looking at Circle. Okay. And, you know, USDC, because that's what that's what's being pushed right now. The United, like, like you said, Corey, all the uh, all the stable coins are being destroyed. 
They're being attacked. They, yeah. This is another thing I've been saying since the last <laughs> run. The, the, to, you have to destabilize. Yeah. The, you have to destabilize those 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 stable coins because if you don't destabilize the stable coins, then banks don't make sense. If I'm not mistaken, though, USDC was a uh, was a joint um, partnership, wasn't it, between Coinbase and Goldman Sachs? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah, circle, circle circle was yeah 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 that that was years ago but my thing is this right they, what they're trying to do is is to destabilize the ones that are pegged to coins or to um or or have their own um chains they want to destabilize those and they only want you to use the bank money which is the usdc because yeah, they, well, no, my point was the, the USDC, uh, Goldman Sachs already owns part of that. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, circle, right. JP Morgan, oh, they all do. Yeah. All the venture capital, all that's where all the venture capital is at. Yeah, but my thing mm-hmm. is the ones that you know that are pegged to other things, they're easy to destabilize anyway. Like that's why they were jokes to begin with. Yeah, like everyone's been saying that it's a it's a it's a joke to begin with. I mean that that that, that was you know. But what I but what I was saying is that's where they was going to start the attack, and that's exactly where they started the attack, because you can't attack Bitcoin per se, right? You can only attack the price action, but with these stable coins, you can attack them specifically. You can attack the companies. You can attack the coins. You can attack all of that stuff. That's what I was trying to say from the beginning. Well, no, but but think about it. What you're saying, right? And, and Russ weighing on this too. That's also what separates Bitcoin from everything else. You can attack any of those things that way. Exactly. Right? Not, yeah, outside of Bitcoin, everything else can be attacked that way. But that, but that's the point that I was trying to make when when they started the attack. That that's where they were going to start the attack because stable coins are a threat to the the banking system. Period. Like you can't have these these coins with the volatility that they have 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 a stable component to them because if they have a stable component where people can make money then there's no reason to have a bank there's none listen i, I read confessions of economic hitman both parts as did i and, and one of the things i understand is just having a founder or an owner puts um, you in danger puts you in danger right so another reason why you know when people say well I, I look at the team behind this well, once you show me who the team is behind this i'm not I know who in danger <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, listen. If they have, if, if they have a team, a CEO, that means the government can just walk in. That's yeah, my point. And do that, whatever. And that's my point, right? That's my and do point. whatever. And do whatever. Yeah, because my thing is, once you, if you put somebody's, if you put somebody's freedom on the line, or you say, you know, if you do blah blah blah, we we gonna put you, we gonna shut you down, or we gonna we gonna attack your freedom. That means that 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 whatever that company is or whatever that thing is, that's in danger. Yeah. Because the government has on his resume, we'll bomb the hell out you. We will run down on you and kill you. Like, our government has that on their resume. And so listen, when the government says we coming to get it, people got to listen. For the yeah. folks listening or watching, right, Um, that's a book recommendation for you. Confessions, Confessions of Economic Hitman. Part one and two. When you read that, um, you understand, like, uh, the lengths that the powers that be are, are willing to go to. There's a Netflix documentary, right? It's called um, The Web of Make-Believe. It's a new series. But one of the things I found interesting, to Corey's point, one of the episodes is about this guy who was like, um, he was one of the most successful like hackers of all time. Dude was making close to $10 million a year, um, scamming like the IRS and a bunch of different people. He's a scam artist. 
and they caught on to him because one of the like message boards or something he was running on, the government got control of. Make a long story short, they tracked him down. <laughs> and this dude has like been scamming the government and everything for years. As soon as they start threatening him with them jail numbers, my man became an employee and helped them lock up a bunch of other scammers. But I, it was to Corey's point, right? So you know who's in danger if you if you have a face that you can put to something. This is in terms of crypto. When people start talking about the teams behind projects, or this person's the CEO, or this person's the founder, um, that's a pain point. You know what I'm saying? So um, just be aware of that when people start to like bring new projects to you. Let me ask you this yeah. question because you 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 have people bringing you projects all the time. Has that slowed down? Yep, <laughs> of course it has, because you know, like, like you said, people are in fear. You know, and and that's just and I tell folks don't buy all coins now. Okay. Because the next time this market drops, you might buy a coin at twenty cent, and and once the market drops. It's below zero. Yeah, yeah, and that—that's that, what a lot of people do. They come into the space and they're chasing. You know, I, I don't know how many people have brought things in front of me, and they say, "All I need to do is hit a penny." That's like always their go-to. All I need to do is hit a penny. Problem is, it never does. Back during the bull run, we uh, folks used to always tell me Shiba Inu's going to a penny, and I'm like, it just—it can't do that. You would literally have to take all the money out of crypto, you know. The math doesn't add up. It doesn't, no. You can't, like, anybody who says that can't do math, right? So you just, you need to just, at that point, you just tune them out. Because they can't do math. Because you got to look at the total market cap of crypto. And then you got to look at how many coins Shiba Inu has. And then you they got 400, like, trillion tokens. So if it goes to a penny, then that would mean the market cap of crypto would be at least 400 and something trillion you know what i mean like four trillion dollars yeah. like that by itself would be bigger than the whole market cap of 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 crypto that doesn't yeah. make sense you know what i mean no. like when you got bitcoin and then you got all these other coins and then you tell them you telling me one coin is gonna be bigger than the whole market cap of the, all the other coins and you telling me that coin is not bitcoin that doesn't yeah. make sense yeah. it doesn't make any one good bit of sense yeah. And so at that point, you just I just tune those people out because yeah. they can't count. Yeah, even for something it it, it had no use case. You know, like people telling me Dogecoin, people telling me that Dogecoin gonna be the next uh Bitcoin and all this other stuff. This is <laughs> like are you serious? Like right. like all right, I mean Dogecoin has some small minor use cases, but it's not yeah, it's they got a CEO. Russ. Well, I don't know who the CEO of Dogecoin is, but but yeah, uh, Corey, Corey must got some info we don't got. But um, but no, listen though, Russ. Um let me ask you this question. In terms of someone who's never got into the space, right? They mm-hmm. haven't got into it. Is this a good time for someone to get started? This is a good time for education. You understand? This is the time to learn. You know, you have you now have time to get educated, to learn, to make the correct decisions. Don't take too much time though, because the happening is in twenty twenty four. I mean, you you know when I when I when I, when I say like you know time, I'm talking about a month, two, three months. <laughs> no, of course, <laughs> another good point, Corey. Because let me ask Russ about that too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the happening, right? 
mm-hmm. in terms of Bitcoin, when Bitcoin's next happening is I think May of 2024, maybe the date, mm-hmm. something, something like that, somewhere around there. Um, is that the date that you're looking towards to see see where the price action is around the happening? Yep. And if if we hear the Federal Reserve say we're lowering rates, yeah, you go all in. You go all in because now that they're, now they're about to shoot this thing to the moon. Mm. Interesting. So, Interesting. so, you know, and I, and I, um, actually I, I, I can, uh, go over that on Thursday out of, um, see that. Okay. All right. Yeah. So for those that don't know, Russ teaches a crypto class every Thursday in our private group, um, for MDC, uh, private group. If you're interested in that, the link for that will be in the description. Um, but Russ is a wealth of knowledge. He comes on every week and he has all sorts of different things for us to look at within the crypto space. And to his point, right now is a great time to learn. Russ, do you have any favorite crypto or Bitcoin books that you may have read? Um, you know what? I really I really don't read a lot of uh, books. Ex- so you're except, saying, you know, Mastering Bitcoin. That's pretty okay. much it. Okay. That, that, yeah, that was that was a good one. Yes. Um, Core, how about you? For someone looking to learn somewhere where to start. The two books that we always talk about, uh, Mastering Bitcoin and the Bitcoin Standard. Yeah. Right? And you said Confessions of an Economic Hitman. The other book that on the other side of that that you need to read is The Creature from Jekyll Island. Right? Mm -hmm. So, like, it'll give you a a, a whole look at how these systems work together and come together. Right? Right? Because most people don't read. So they don't have any clue about what's going on. Good thing is, a lot of those books you talk about, um, I don't think all of them, I don't think Economic Hitman may not be, but I know that a lot of them, other ones are on Audible, so for mm-hmm. um, people that like, may not want to be able to read, you can get the audio book, um, but this episode, mm-hmm. this conversation with Russ, we didn't give you a, a, some 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 reading material, right? So Russ mentor, mentor, excuse me, mentioned Mastering Bitcoin, um, I agree with Corey, I think the best crypto book there is is the Bitcoin Standard, so that's two. Confessions of an Economic Hitman, which is two parts. Um, Creature from Jekyll Island. Add that to it as well. Um, Bitcoin in Black America, I would yep. add that to it as well. Always got to add right, that. So, oh, so, man, yeah, I have that. Yeah, I got that too. Yeah, so so there's about a good five books right there um, to, to get you started in terms of studying. Yeah. But also, um, you know, hit us up if you, you know, you're you looking to learn from Russ or any of us. But um, this is a great conversation, Russ. I want, I want you to leave the people with something like, so you said it's a good time for people to learn. Um, you know, get into the space. But if someone calls you panicking today, right? Today, mm-hmm. they're like, Russ, I lost, you know, $50,000. I don't know what to do. What advice, because I know this is, this is, you know, what's on my phone, what's on your phone? What advice do you give someone who calls you right now, today, uh, you know, and says, Russ, I need help? What's the first piece of advice you give? Um, I'm, 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 we're going we're gonna to look at these charts first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you understand? And then we're going to, what I always tell people is just to go to crypto panic, right? Put in Ethereum, okay? You don't even have to read the articles. You understand? All you have to do is just look at the titles and see if, if this is bullish or bearish. You said crypto t- panic? Crypto yes. panic. Yes. Oh, that's the website, cryptopanic.com? Yes. Like yes. It's a crypto news site. Okay. And so just look at the titles, you know, the articles, are they bullish? Are they bearish? You know, that it creates sentiment. Okay. It will, you know, let you know what to do. 
Like I, I've I've done that with like fifty people, and they were like, and they were like, wow. <laughs> now listen, the reason I like Russ and like bring him on and have these conversations is because he like he dumps things down for me in a way where it's like, oh, that's simple. Like when we're in the bull market, Russ showed me a way to make money, and I was like, oh, um, he was like, yo, go to KuCoin, uh, look at what's trending. All right, grab some of that. He's like, and then sell it before the day is out. And I was like. That was too simple, but it works. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> Russ dumps things down for me in a way that I could understand. Like you know, because I need that in my life. Yeah, because man, I be reading all this difficult stuff. I be like, man, how can I explain this to someone? Yeah, yeah. So that's so. another 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 one right there. Go to Crypto Panic and see the sentiment based on the articles, and you can see where the market is heading. Right? Because mm-hmm. it's all emotional. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And we have to look at the crypto fear index is around seven or eight. Mm-hmm. And that's that's like completely red, right? Yes. Like I think the lowest is zero, so yeah. the highest is a hundred. So sheesh. Damn. So the lowest is zero, the highest is a hundred, and we're at seven. Yeah. So say less. We're literally it's literally telling you what's going on, but we you, you know, peep folks that have been in crypto, we're emotional. We're like, man, it's going to the moon. Yeah, yeah. And that's a good point, right? Because uh, Pasta made a point earlier in our Discord. Because right now, as we're recording this, the market was up. And he was like, keep in mind the overall trend. Don't get caught, you know, chasing because the overall trend is still going the other way. Mm-hmm. Right? And I know Corey. I know Corey. If I know Corey, like, well, I think I know Corey. He's sitting on some puts right now. I am sitting in heavy ass shorts right now, bro. As the market is going up, I am grabbing more puts. I am listen, grabbing them, Jones. Every every five percent the market go up, I grab some more. Listen, they go listen, down. I'm with all of that chicken. Listen, man. I I literally day trade the hedge against. I day traded today just to hedge against my puts that were getting killed. So mm-hmm. they can go to zero now, and I'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, see, this is what happens when you know how to navigate the market. Did you really just say, Core? So he had puts that were doing bad, so he hedged against them, and now oh, he covered that. I got a, covered- I got a, I got a uh, call hedge too. I got mm-hmm. a, I always put one third of my position in the call. I, I got a third of my position in the call joint. So that 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 right there is running. All right, so y'all 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 getting a little too advanced for this convo. But with that being said, everybody out there, I just wanted to bring Russell on to have a conversation about the market. I'm going to put Russ's Instagram and everything within the description box. So if you want to reach out to him, ask him a question, go check out his page. He's uh, we, we finally got Russ to move over to IG because, you know, um, because Facebook keep blocking him. They keep throwing him in jail. So, you know, <laughs> hashtag, free Russ, hashtag mm-hmm. free Russ. So now, now he's over IG building up his IG page. So make sure you give Russ a follow on IG. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, some really, there's some really good videos, man. I, I even did a video on, um, how I became a better trader just by loving myself more. Nice. I gotta go watch that one. I gotta watch that. I was trying to get Russ to get on TikTok, man. Um, no yeah, dances. listen, no, I'm gonna no be dances, on there today, bro. I'm yeah, no dances, there. but you can still get the information out. Mm-hmm. But um, no, um, so with that being said, everybody out there, make sure you go follow Russ. He's putting this uh, crypto information on Instagram now. Again, n- nothing we said here is investment advice, but I know the this market is, is what we do, man. Yeah, how we, pre- market, how we yeah. perceive things. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna bring my brother on to have this conversation um and to give out some jewels. We gave you a, a quick a quick book list we gave you uh throughout this conversation. So make sure you uh take heed to that. Um hit us up if you have any questions. Corey, you got any last thoughts for the brother? 
Nah, man. Russ, Russ is my guy. So, you know, me and Russ have a lot of conversations. How we, this is how we come to the conclusions that we come because he's looking at the market. I'm looking at the market. We, we, and then when we see the same thing, we know what is really, what is really hitting yeah. for. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, this is this is great. Y'all get yeah. to hear some of what we get to some of what we talk about. Yeah, for those that don't know, like I said, Russ is in our Discord. He's in our um, private group. Every Thursday, he has a class. And for those that are in the NDC, which is our uh, you know private membership group, um, shout out to y'all. We got so much stuff coming to that group. We have um, part three and four of our real estate valuation class. We have a real estate valuation class. Uh, Doctor Chastity, who's been on the podcast, she's teaching the class every Tuesday. We have uh, Brianna, the glue Taylor, who we got to get on the podcast as well. She does a class on Wednesdays. Um, Spoon, who's been on the podcast as well, he's doing a cover call class for us, teaches how to run cover calls on our, on our options. Um, we got all kinds of stuff in, the, in, the, in our back office. It's over 200 and something classes in a vault, and we have live classes every week. So, and Russ is one of our uh, professors there in our private group. So, man, Russ, I just want to say thank you again, good brother. We appreciate your knowledge. We appreciate your time. Look forward to continuously building with you. Um, you know, look forward to seeing what you got for us this Thursday. Um, last but not least, I got to say this to the uh, folks out there. Remember, today is June 22nd. It is the last day to register the youth for the Buy the Hood Camp. Buythehoodcamp.com. Um, we're looking forward to those sessions with, with, with the baby. So when they get the information, when they're five, six, seven, eight, all the way up, by the time they get our age, they're going to be beasts. You know, so... Um, just want to say thank you to everybody for all the support. Um, you know, and we will be back here next week, but make sure you give us some feedback. Hit up Russ, follow him on IG. Russ, just want to say thank you, good brother. We appreciate you. Man, I appreciate y'all. Absolutely, man. So for our folks out there watching, as we always say, it's not about how much money you make, it's about how much you keep. Game elevates, and we'll see you guys on our next episode. Peace. <laughs>